Welcome to the Title Talk Podcast, an interview series featuring key individuals doing innovative things with their business and life. And now, here's your host, Richard Barbara. What's happening, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, that was a little more lively. That was a little like, you know, I got the best sales opportunity in America lively. So happy Friday, everybody. Uh, I want to kick things off. everything that we sell. He believes in what we're doing and he believes in getting in the race because it is in fact a marathon. It's not a sprint, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you know one thing. Three years ago, I called him up and I said, Rich, I need your help. I'm revising what the agency's doing. All we're doing are these buzz videos. That's all that I want to do. That's all that I'm really good at. I don't want to manage people's Twitter account. And he said, okay, cool. How can I help? I said, can I give you one of these videos for free, and then you just tell everybody in Miami about that, because you know everybody in Miami. He said, fair enough, Russ, whatever you need. So I get to his office, I'm there to film the free video, and he comes in, he said, you know what, Russ, I wanna do this every single month. I wanna do it every single week, brand new video every week. How much is it? I said, it's, it's a thousand bucks a month. He said, cut him a check. All right, Russ, let's go, let's shoot some videos. But I'm telling you right now, people do not go on the internet to look for attorneys. And as he tells me on a daily basis, you are wrong. And here we are three and a half years later, 75 episodes deep with Title Buzz, uh, the podcast that Ron was just on last week, Title Talk, that episode will be out this week. It's fun to see traditional brick and mortar businesses and professions like doctors, attorneys, physicians, chiropractors, etc., really start to embrace social. He's one hell of a networker too. He's partnered up with uh, the chairman of the Super Bowl, of which he's general counsel for and uh, just runs in some really, really great circles here in Miami, knows a lot of great people, and attributes a ton of his success to B&I. So he's got a talk that, that I love to hear each and every time, and I told Ron, hey, since we're all drinking the B&I Kool-Aid and it's all working for us, um, let's bring Rich in uh, and kick things off on Friday morning. So friends, without any further introduction, my good friend Rich Barber. Uh, that's a sign of, of the good work you're doing here. So, 
you know, the social thing and B&I and everything else is just, um, if I had to come up with a, a descriptor for, for those things that we do, right? It's just um, another step, right? Another step on the path to where you're trying to get. So a few years ago, I realized that we don't know how much time we have. We don't know how much time we're here for. So, so since we can't know that with certainty, it's impossible to set a course with certainty, right? We can only do the best we can on a daily basis. So if you look at it on a day-to-day -day basis, and by the way, all things that take time are always broken down into step-by-step -step, um, methods, right? So, you know, if, uh, if you're an addict, for example, um, and you're trying to recover, it's day by day, right? They tell you you gotta take it one day at a time, right? And if, um, if you're exercising, it's the same thing. It's, it's one workout at a time. You can't, you know, if you go up to any personal trainer and you ask them how they sell their packages, it's typically packages of 10, right? Packages of 10 or 12 sessions, you buy 10 or 12 sessions and then you're supposed to buy 10 or 12 sessions more. But if you ask the personal trainer, Hey, am I going to be in shape after 12 sessions? The guy has to say no, right? The guy has to say no. So if you were trying to buy enough sessions to get in shape, it's an unknown number. If I said, how often do I got to do this? When will I be in shape? The guy might say, looked at me before, he would have said, a, th a thousand sessions, Rich. It's going to take us a thousand sessions, right? But no one's going to sign up for this, the thousand sessions right then and there. You got to... You gotta do it day by day, you gotta motivate. So you do those 10, you then you do 10 more, you do 10 more, and before you know it, you start seeing the results, right? So unfortunately, that's part of God's irony. Everything worth doing takes time, and, and it accumulates, the benefits accumulate incrementally, right? So with B&I, you know, I'm a lawyer, uh, as, as was mentioned, I'll tell you a little bit about what I do. I've, I've been an attorney almost 15 years. I had my own firm for a long time, I had a partner, he was my boss coming out of school. We, we were largely door lawyers when we started, right? If you came in the door, we'd do it. So you'd show up and be like, yeah, I got a trademark problem. You're like, no kidding, I know all about trademarks. Yeah. You know, because I got to pay the bills. So at first I was a door lawyer and I kind of developed into a litigator and, and then I got into litigating uh, large loan problems because just as a function of family, my brother's a, was a, was a wealthy, successful developer and during the downturn, you know, the world was ending, and so I ended up getting into this work that I knew nothing about, and that's how I got into real estate, and I was fortunate enough to meet a, a lot of people who had done very well for a long time, and then had gotten into some trouble. And since at the time I was new and inexpensive, right, I was able to capitalize on that and kind of get involved with the right people. So nowadays, um, I'm general counsel to a guy named Rodney Barreto and, and the Barreto family of entities. Um, you know, Mr. Barreto is the uh, current chairman of the Super Bowl committee. He's the only guy that's chaired three Super Bowls. So the guy brings Super Bowls to Miami, you know, frequently. Um, and uh, he was the former chairman of the Fish and Wildlife Commission. He's got a big governmental consulting firm. They represent the Dolphins, Airbnb, Uber, Microsoft, uh, Rolling Loud, Ultra, you name it. So, so we do some local political stuff. We do... Um, you know, we buy and sell properties and businesses and things like that. So on a, who knows, I could be doing any number of different things. And uh, I got that work as a function of, of networking, 
right? And of knowing people and just kind of, you know, making, making sure that when given an opportunity, I perform so that people keep that in mind. And then when they want to pass something along, they do so with confidence, right? And that's part of the trick, inspiring confidence. And so how do we kind of get into B&I, which Ron's a fan of, I'm a fan of, you know, Sebastian's a fan of, is because, well, for 10 years, I avoided B&I like the plague. I'd get invited to a BNI chapter and I'd be like, no way, there's no way I'm going to BNI. First, it was like at seven in the morning every time. Like forever. So you know, so they they they'd ask you, you know, you get conned into the first time your buddy asks you and you, you know, they're like, hey, will you come with me to B and I? And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll go to B and I. It's like it's seven AM. And you're like, oh. uh, in the in the morning. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, all right. So you you're ready for one. And then you walk in and they, they want to get you, you know, and they're like, all right, are you ready? Is it for you? Are you going to sign the application? Here it is. And, and then you're like, yeah, it was 7 a.m. How often? It's like once a week, forever. And now, and now, now you're like, once a week, forever? This is bananas, right? So, you know, you go, and plus, I didn't like a lot of things about it. The, what category exclusivity, which is such a great thing, I didn't like it at the time. I'm like, I'm so much more than just like a title guy if I come in here for just real estate closings, I mean, you know, I feel like how many real estate closings could I possibly get? I just didn't get it, okay? And so finally, a buddy of mine, a fraternity brother of mine, uh, whose work I had been trying to get for a long time, he's a successful realtor, a guy named Carlos Gutierrez, he starts sending me work way before BNI. And we do a good job. And now he's sending me a lot of work. And one day, I get the dreaded call. I knew that he was Mr. BNI. I mean, I knew that if he opened his, his jacket and said, like, B&I, and he would whip out an application, you know, he had, like, the, like he was Mr. B&I, so I knew that the question would come one day, and sure enough, I'm sitting at my desk, and he calls me, he says, hey, Rich, I want to invite you to my B&I chapter, and I was like, oh, I was like, all right, Carlos, sure, when is it? He goes, oh, it's next Thursday at the highest, and sure enough, I prepare mentally for a whole week. I show up at the B&I chapter, I sit through it, and I conclude immediately that I'm not going to join. I'm like, okay, I'm here, check the box, you know, I did what I had to do, I don't join. I thank everybody on the way, oh, this is fantastic, I leave, no problem. A few months later, he calls me, he says, Rich, I guess B&I wasn't for you. And I gave him the line. You know the line, because we've all used it, it's not on B&I, we use it for everything. The line was, oh man, Carlos, it was great. B&I was, um, I, I can see why you're so motivated about it, but man, the reality is I'm a commitment guy. Uh, you know, I'm a 110% guy, and I just don't know if I have the time right now. I don't want to make you look bad, right? All that BS we tell people. And he immediately stopped me. I mean, I've known the guy 20 years ago. Hey, 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 Rich, 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 Rich. Listen, it's not for everybody, man. I just want you to know that if we bring in a guy that does title or, or a gal that does title, I'm gonna have to share some of the work. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna feel right continuing to send all my business out if there's someone in the chapter that does the work. And, and they're capable, you know? Oh. And I remember that I sarcastically said to him, I mean, I wasn't sarcastic. My tone wasn't sarcastic, but I was thinking, I was like, uh, no problem, buddy, I appreciate the candor there is room for many stars in the firmament, ah. right? And he kind of giggles. He's like, ah, all right, man, no problem. And I hang up. And then I said to myself, I sat there and I said, have I made it? And I, the answer was no. 
right? And then it's like, can I afford to lose any work? And then the answer to that question was no. And then I was like, what exactly could could be bad for me from joining BNI? I was like, could it be bad that I start one day a week earlier? Now that's my late day. That's the turnaround I've made. Now Thursday is the late day because I can't get in the, the workout earlier. Okay, so I was like, can it be bad that one day a week I start earlier? I was like, no. Then I tried to add my way out of it. I said, well, what's this going to cost me? You know, the application at the time was like five ninety five, and uh, it's seven ninety five now. It's not not too much work. But it was like five ninety five at the time plus you know whatever the meeting was a hundred bucks. So it was like a whopping sixteen hundred a month. I realized that was like half a deal. So like half of one closing would pay it for the year. So I'm like, shit, how do I make the cost more? Then I was like, oh, my time. My time at 7 a.m. when I'm not doing anything else. Let me add my time. And then I realized that it was still like three deals. So I said, Carlos sends me more than three deals a year. Can't say no. So I call him back, fired up. I'm like, hey, man, just send me the application. You know, I'll, I'll join. And sure enough, I joined. And, and about a, a month in, it was like leadership team swap time. And this kid that was like this eager beaver, I used to call him Eddie Munster. He used to have this Eddie Munster haircut. Young kid, his name was Wes Chambers, great kid. He comes up to me, he's like, hey man, hey Rich, hey man, how are you buddy? You're a go-getter buddy, I want you, I'm gonna be president. And I'm like, oh, I was like, all right, all right, Wes. And he was like, I want you to be my vice president. I do. And I was like, I've been here a month, this guy wants me to be number two. I'm like, oh, maybe this guy, maybe these people aren't as stupid as they look. Just kidding. So, so, so I was like, sure, no problem. So I get signed up for the vice presidency right away, and I realized I'd been conned, I'd been, I'd been had, because there was like all this paperwork to do. It was like all this work, you know? And, um, and so I was like, all right, so I kind of get into it, and then one day, things change for me in B&I, because I'm sitting there and I'm on my phone being completely disrespectful. And our secretary treasurer, who's like the ogre, remember Revenge of the Nerds? He's literally <laughs> ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, okay? Guy gets up from the other side of the room, walks all the way across, comes all the way across like this. He says, hey man, put your phone down. Thanks. <laughs> and he walks all the way back. And I remember that I was like, am I four years old? I'm like, did this guy just scold me here? And then I realized, I'm like, you know what it is? He cares. He cares. He cares. Other people were talking, you know, and I was, and I realized I was embarrassed all of a sudden. I'm like, who do I think I am? So I put my phone down, you know, and I kind of started to watch. And then I looked around the room and I realized that B and I was not at all what people had, what they tell you. It's not at all this robotic thing where, you know, the robots from reach the reach, wherever they come from, the from B&I high above and they show up and they're like, you're gonna make a zillion dollars and you're gonna farm and you're gonna seed and you know, all this, all the canned stuff. That's how we, we manufacture B&I. But I realized it's just a group of people doing one more thing that is on the list of things we have to do to get ahead. Period, end of story. Just a people, a bunch of people in the same boat. Man, we're all rowing in the same direction. We're just trying to make it. A bunch of people trying to help each other every day, just doing one more thing that is on the list of things you know that we don't. We rather probably not do, right? Like if everyone could design their day, I'm pretty sure getting up to go to a business meeting is not necessarily one of them, right? If you don't have to worry about money, okay? And so, common cause is an incredible motivator. When people get sick. 
My wife had cancer before, thank God. We're very blessed. She's healthy. But I'll tell you what, when, when you get sick, you go to the hospital and deal with other sick people, you realize that it doesn't matter where you're from, what you do, what you believe in. All sick people, they get along. It's bananas. You go to the cancer floor at Baptist, the Asian people with the Cuban people with the African-American people, it doesn't matter because we're all sick. Everyone in there's got cancer. So we're all trying to beat the same thing. Okay, so in B&I, it's a similar concept, right? Everybody's trying to do the same thing, get ahead, okay? And it became valuable to me that day because I respected the sacrifice that everybody in their own way was making. I decided I need to figure out a way to matter in here to everyone else, not to me. So now I'm, I'm pleased to report that I refer many, many, many times the amount of business that I receive, many times over. But you want to know what that does for me? It does infinitely more than me getting clothes. And by the way, I get a ton of clothes. That's what I do in B&I. I do title in B&I. Paul Gable's title and escrow. Okay? Represents a fraction of what I actually do. That's all I do in B&I. So I get many closings, but I give much more work. And you know what that does for me? Makes me more important for my clients. Now, if you call me and you got into a fender bender, okay, and I send you to my dear friend Robert Ramirez, Robert Ramirez runs through a wall for my referrals. The guy will run through a wall for me. So all of a sudden, the guy that I referred or the lady that I referred, they're like, <coughs> Rich Barbara, those are the magic words. If you say Rich Barbara, people fall over with their legs in the air, right? And so that makes me much more valuable to my people, to my customers, to my clients, to my family, to my friends. So that's the beauty, right, of when you, when you buy into a program like that and you come in and you do all the things. Okay, and here's the trick now about not just being I, it's about life in general. And that's what's important in my view, okay? And, and, and by the way, I'm no expert, okay? But is you have to do the little things constantly, okay? So you know how, like, remember E.T.? Who remembers the movie E.T.? I'm dating myself. Yeah, I'm dating that, but it's a safe question, right? Man, most people have seen E.T. Remember when, when they were trying to get E.T. to the room, and so they were laying down the Reese's Pieces, you know, and you'd see the hand, and you'd hear, like, the, and you'd see, like, the, the little E.T. fingers were like this, and he was, like, going to pick up the Reese's Pieces like that, right? So it's the same concept. Right, so every day, my objective, I wake up every day and I say to myself, how do I narrow the distance between today? How do I today narrow the distance between where I am and where I want to be? Okay, and that usually involves doing a number of things I don't want to do. A number of things I don't want to do. Okay, so who here, by the way, wakes up in the morning and only does what they want to do? <laughs> Right? Because if you raised your hand, I'd be like, write a book, I'll buy it. <laughs> right? So, so we have to remember, we have to add things to that list. Okay? Until you make it, your list of what I have to do today that I don't want to do needs to grow. Right? Because we all know we're not doing enough. Right? So if I had a slide up here, I'd show you a photo of me. Sebastian had a, got a huge gas over it yesterday. Okay? A photo of me in a Santa hat. A few years ago, I, like, we were giving um, kit toys away to kids at Baptist Hospital. And um, I had a Santa hat, but I had 73 additional pounds on top of the Santa hat. I was a tank, a bohemian, a, a massive tank, like a Sherman tank, 
right? And uh, right, I thought it was funny. Right? I, I thought it was hysterical. Right? And I'd be like, look at that fat guy. So, so, no, no, I was like, thanks. And, and I would... Somebody says jump. I, I the question is how high, right? I'm still I'm still right. My daddy, we so we affectionately call him. This is being taped. That's terrible. So yeah. So you know when when I get a phone call, I gotta go. So from a guy who hasn't made it, okay, here's my advice. Every day you gotta choose between the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. Okay, so when you wake up in the morning, you assemble your list. These are all the things that I know that I should do today to close the gap, to get closer to where I want to be. And you got to look at that list and you got to say, is there anything I need to add? And it's like, yeah, let me cut out that waffle, right? Whatever else that you have to add to that list, then try to accomplish as much of the list as possible on a daily basis, such that when you go to sleep, you're too tired to worry about what you didn't do. You can't have monkey brain at night, right? Because when you hit the bed, you've done everything you possibly could that day. That's all you can do. That's all you can do, as much as you could possibly do that day. But, but 
You gotta catch yourself. When you go to bed, when your bed, when your head hits the pillow on a day where you didn't do everything you needed to do, where you sold yourself a little short, where you quit, where it was like, oh, I gotta run today, but it's raining, and you didn't run because it was raining, that day you gotta remember, well, tomorrow I gotta run a little more. Right? Because you gotta make up for it. So time is the only thing they're not making any more of. Okay, so you gotta maximize the time you do have here. Alright? So little by little, day by day. I'm happy for you guys. You're here. You're at a great spot. Okay? And all the best to you. Thank you very, very much. <coughs> and let me also say, uh, this guy is a true friend. Uh, he had me on a podcast this week in his office. The guy's amazing. And in addition to Christian, he's come to New York with us to run the New York City Marathon this year. He committed to that at the podcast party this week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Title Talk Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you subscribe to the show. This way you'll get future notifications of episodes as they become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Signing off from the Title Talk studio here in Coral Gables, Florida. We'll talk to you next time.